Hello and welcome to our Mental Health Rocks podcast. We are on a mission to show the world that nobody is and never can be broken. Our episodes are dedicated to helping children and adults reconnect with and really understand their own mental health so that they can thrive no matter what circumstances they face. Your mental health, my mental health, our mental health rocks. Now, for this explore, Jules, you've just thrown an absolute curveball at it this morning for topic. I love it. This is like, for me, this this feels like real, just proper blind exploration and seeing what comes up in the moment, which is very much just about how we work together and just bouncing off each other. So do you want to just go ahead with what literally just came to mind? We just came set up. So what came to mind, because we had some technical problems, what came to mind was, how do you know you're ready? What is being ready to start anything in life? How do you know when the time's right? How do you know when the time's not? What difference does it make whether the time feels right or not anyway? And what happens if like this morning, We've already started before we were ready. It's just a really cool, I remember I remember us doing a training a few years ago and the people who were training were saying that they didn't know what to do. And I basically asked them the question, well, how do you know you don't know what to do? And they were like, well, we don't know what to do. I went, so what are you going to do when you don't know what to do? well I'm going to do this I went oh so you do what to do and that's because if we sit and believe or think that we can't do something or we don't know something or we're not ready for something then that's all we see but it can just take one question sometimes a little bit confusingly asked because it was a hypnotherapy hypnotherapy training so obviously it was going to be bamboozling them Mm -hmm. a little bit but it just that one question can change the whole perspective when we lift the veil of the um, I'm not ready, I can't do this, I don't know what to do. Clouds that can come and, and hide the way sometimes. So James, what do you do when you don't know what to do? How do you know when you're ready? And what difference does that make? All right, so let's just go on just what you were talking about then. Um, Like, it's that I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I am ready. I don't know if I will be ready. Well, so I was working with somebody recently and um, they, they were caught up in this whole world of I don't know. I, w- I know I want to do something, but I don't know. And what I kind of, what I found while I was exploring that with them and having that conversation was that their, all of their senses were flooded with suggestions of what to do, like a flurry of, of information overload being thrown at them, tied in with a circumstance where they, they were doing a lot. 
right? So they have a, a very, very busy job with, uh, with shifts that are changing constantly. So don't know if they're coming or going. Um, a family, and a pet to look after as well. And, and amidst all that, a sense of like something needs to change. But because of the whirlwind of thinking and the whirlwind of thinking around what's going on, that was completely like you said, clouding what the next step actually was. And, and I saw that with, because they were saying, so this job isn't enough for me. I, I, I need, I need to do something else. And so a question of, so, so what is the something else? Like what, what comes to mind that you would love to do if money was no object, you know, that classic kind of question, if money was no object, if salary didn't matter, what would you love to do? And I just got a, I don't know. Now, that kind of said to me that there is so much going on internally for this person that potentially they just can't see what the next step is because they're firing out the, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Um, instead of taking that step back, looking at the moment that they do have to take a step back and do something else and allow the next step to come up. Like you say, Jules, you know what to do. You just don't think you do because you're getting bombarded with all this information of, oh, we could do this or we could do that. Or what the mind's really good at, especially around the world of the world of work, is well, let's analyze what we've done so far. And let's see, maybe we could go and go go and do something like that. Um, instead of going, well, what is my next step? Or what would I love right now in this moment? Which, which then brings in again, it's that when that comes up, that's, that's, we talk about this a lot, that's the intention. Okay. For me, but you've just mentioned, what would I love to do? That's, that's a, total, a very much underestimated um, question. Because from a neurology point of view, when you don't know what to do and you're being bombarded with all of this information, what's actually happening is the freeze response is being activated. So we've got our fight or flight freeze. We know all about our fight and our flight, but the freeze response is just like the rabbit caught in the headlights, deer caught in the headlights. And it is overload. So because it's still part of like stress response, our brain still reacts in the same sort of way. So the, the prefrontal cortex of the brain slows down a little bit and we find it difficult to, to process all of the information that we've got bombarded with. And that, But when we ask the question, what would I love to do? That is a really good question to clear the way. It's to give send the brain the message that everything's okay. We don't actually, it's not the end of the world if we don't make the decision. We can actually look at something differently. And it allows for that, that ever valuable pause for everything to reset. 
for the fresh thinking and the fresh ideas to come in, for the knowing what the next step actually is to become apparent. But when we are not realizing what's happening, that we're not realizing that we're actually on a little bit of temporary overwhelm, that we have got lots going on, and it looks as though we have to do something in that exact moment that's so important. It has to be this decision that has to be made. What is adding to that? Whereas actually taking the step back is the most productive thing that we can do. And still take action. But sometimes that action is doing nothing for a few minutes <laughs> and then saying, right, okay. Now, what, what will we do from a different space, both emotionally, physically, neurologically, and just the way that our, our the way that we work, we're going to see it differently. We're going to feel it differently. Understanding what's going on is your foundation. When you get a glimpse of that, that's really helpful. Yeah, rabbit in headlights. We, we hear that a lot, just as people. I mean, don't not in terms of clients and stuff, but just in general, are like a rabbit in headlights at the moment. What if it was okay just to be in the headlights? Because in reality, in that real situation, if you are driving and a rabbit, an animal, comes out into the middle of the road and you slam on, there's a chance that in from a freeze point of view, as you said, Jules, that animal is going to freeze. Now, have you ever noticed, if that's ever happened to you, have you ever noticed that when you stop and you just watch, you can see the animal is frozen, but what's going on is it's processing, okay? Headlights, what's happening? And that surely is a built-in natural ability to take in what's going on and then for that inner intelligence to kick in and go, move on. Or take this action so metaphorically if we feel like we're in the headlights be in the headlights but understand that's what's what's happening is there's been a sensory overload there's too much coming in but taking the step back and allowing that to happen well that suddenly moves from being a hindrance to being helpful like, okay, I'm caught up in headlights at the moment, but let's continue just being in the headlights because I know that my system is working in the background to come up with the next, the next step for me. All I need to do, ignore the noise because there's too much. There's too much happening. You wouldn't, you wouldn't cross a motorway if there was too much traffic going down at 70 miles an hour. There's too much to process to try and get across safely. So why would you try and do the same if there's so much internal traffic running through your mind that just needs to be processed? By the same now, token, if you were going through that and crossing that motorway, if there's a bridge there, that's going to mean you don't have to cross over the lanes and, and yeah. dodge the traffic. You're going to take that bridge because it's right. It's, it's it's the obvious thing to do. Yes. And when we have got the 
the system that 100% of the time in all of our life has never let us down is just as solid as the foundation of that bridge that we cross over the motorway that's going to give us the next steps why wouldn't we rely on it yeah why wouldn't we and and if we wouldn't if we didn't allow it then all we'd see is a motorway we've got across and we'd miss the bridge it's just there i'm pointing now <laughs> i'm pointing on audio um that's the power of it now the other thing about knowing if you're ever going to be ready well honestly do we ever know now for example we we put so much on us like it's on us to figure this out figure this out it's on us to be able to do this or work this out and again we we almost activate the the most unhelpful part of our internal system the personal mind which is always just going to work on memory, history, the past, what we know so far. But for example, like a classic example for me of not knowing whether I'm ready or not is those examples of when we, we trip over our own feet, when we slip on a floor, when we slip in the shower, okay? Do any of us know how we're going to deal with that? No. And if we attempted to deal with that, 100% of the time, we would be on our face on the floor or on our back in the shower or injuring ourselves. Something else within us takes care of that, which is why when I lose my footing in the shower, my body just takes over to go, right, hand here, foot here, okay? I tripped over my slippers, yesterday morning coming upstairs slippers is such a funny word just then and i had two drinks in my hand my body self-corrected that my system self-corrected that i don't know how to do that i've no idea like if i was going to predict predict that jules and say all right if i'm going upstairs and if i trip i'm going to do this with this foot this with this foot and i'm just gonna do this with my hands i wish this was visual but it's not. So yeah, I just slightly adjust my hands by a nanometer to stop me from throwing coffee all over the, the carpet and getting shouted at for making a mess on the carpet. So, oh God, what am I going to say? We are never ready, but we are built to be ready is what came up. I completely agree. Every single one of us has had an experience in our life that if we'd known we were going to have to go through it beforehand, we would have never thought we could have done it. Yeah. Every single one of us, doesn't matter who it is, every single one of us, we've all got it. So, it's I was just going to say to wrap this up, mm -hmm. this whole conversation right now is a complete example of just having everything we need to be ready because you brought that subject up i had no idea that subject was going to go up <laughs> but instead of instead of staying in the headlights of i have no idea what we're going to do with this that jules just raised my goodness i stayed in the headlights for a moment and then just paid attention 
and had a step to talk about in much the same way, Jules, as you had a step to talk about. And then we just move from there. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to find out more about what we are up to in the world, you can follow us on Instagram. Give us a follow at Our Mental Health Rocks. Or you can catch us on our Facebook page, which is Our Mental Health Rocks.